0: Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek
1: out over it, we've got a podcast for it. One oh nine of Podcastica here on notlg We're going to talk about a town called Mercy. Put a little twang in there at the end, because <laughs> why not? My name is John, and joining me this week, as he does each and every time we release an episode, is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, howdy, <laughs> boy. John, <laughs> how you doing? I'm doing
0: pretty well. How are you? I'm I'm doing great, and I am I'm not going to do that voice again because oh. that'll probably just destroy my throat but i'm i'm doing well as we um oh god are 48 hours away from my little boy turning six
1: and oh then my god diving into the holiday season yes at first. indeed now you know um i actually did a play a one act if you will where i had to talk like that for an entire an entire uh one act oh my god did you really yeah and i was told i did quite well so nice Yeah, I wonder if that, I don't think that's recorded anywhere. Oh, well. Um, (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. We have um, so much to talk about. There is a bit. Which is, I mean, pretty nuts. But uh, I'm doing well. The holiday season is upon us. Oh, actually, I have a, um, let me read something my sister sent me.
0: Oh, yes. How Uh, is her progress going? I'm
1: actually not sure where she is right now. I think she ju- oh she just um I think she she's a little behind oh the do- the doctor the widow in the wardrobe okay huh I don't think that's right she's further along than that she's at l- at least at god complex but anyway uh she sent me this text this morning uh it was a conversation between uh my sister and my 3-year-old niece nice mom what are we doing today we're going to the farmers market why? To get fruits and vegetables. For who? Doctor Who? And runs away. Ah, 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 that is beautiful. Yes. That's awesome. There you have it. My three-year-old niece totally figuring out about this great show we talk about. But that's pretty much uh, all that's uh, going on with me. The cockles of my heart are warm now. <laughs> I can't wait till she uh, watches, watches this show. Hopefully, uh, I don't know, a couple of years. But, I mean, I, I feel like you found, didn't you find some Doctor Who fabric this weekend? Oh, I did. Okay, so, yeah, my,
0: speaking of the holiday season, my family is already kind of being like, hey, so, so what do you want for Christmas? So, what do Amber and Kobe and, and the kids want for Christmas? And I'm like, um, 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 uh, let's find out. And so I've been trying to gather that information because if I don't do it now, it's going to be like, okay, there's like two weeks left until Christmas. You're getting gift cards or something, right? And one of the things that I had thought about wanting is there's a company that makes a really cool looking um, uh, uh, shifter boot and e-brake boot. It's all kind of like 80s, you know, laser looking thing that I thought would look really cool in my car. But when I priced them out, I don't really know that I could justify like almost 130 bucks for a shifter boot in an e-brake boot. Yeah. No matter how cool they look. And I'm like, no, come on. I'm like, I could make my own for way less than that. Yeah. And I needed to take my car for a test spin because I've been making some adjustments on it. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go run over to Joanne Fabrics. We got one here in town and just look for some sort of tacky 80s, you know, print fabric. And in the process of doing so, came across, and on sale no less. And I've put some pictures on our Twitter feed of what I found, but there's a bunch of Doctor Who fabric.
1: Yeah, my uh, my sister has uh, not one of the ones you showed me. There was the comic booky one, which looked awesome. Is that the one you... Uh... That's the one I wound up getting. Right. And I, I basically bought the rest
0: of that bolt, which is, uh, is a little more than three and a half yards, which is far more than I need. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: but I can do something with it. Don't worry. Oh, of course. And then the Dalek one. And oh, the pol- I love that police box one. That would make a sweet tie. It would. It's, it's Um,
0: I, I think it was a flannel of some kind, but it almost felt really kind of stretchy.
1: Oh, huh, interesting. Yeah, it's my, weird. The one my sister has is like the it's like a minimalist um version of all the doctors.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. I that... didn't see that one. There is there are some other ones. There's one with the the uh you know, the DW logo. Um there's one that I thought you would like that's kind of a um uh 12 and Clara era um at least in terms of theme but the style is very kind of like punk anarchy in the uk kind of lots of paint splatter oh nice it was neat i thought i got a picture of it and i totally didn't
1: oh well oh well so yeah. taylor let's yes, talk sir. some who news because we have a, a, a good amount i mean we have like five stories but they are all very awesome <laughs> yeah they are um and and let's
0: start with the big stuff first um Gallifrey One has announced their headliner this year um and can I just say Grand Moff Steven is coming to Gallifrey One
1: yes he is the Moff himself Steven Moffat is uh coming to galley is this the is this his first after the run it has to be right uh, yeah, I don't think between
0: the Christmas special airing and, uh, February, I don't think there's any other cons happening, at least none that I know of.
1: Yeah, I, I, um, I don't think so. I think this is, this is a huge get. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's a this huge is, get. This is big. This is exciting.
0: Um, you know, Pearl Mackie, unfortunately, she had to bow out, um, uh, because of uh, theater commitments that she's doing, and and you know, I'm, of course, we're bummed about that, but we understand. But to to be like, oh my gosh, Stephen the Moffat uh, rolling up that that's going to be huge. There's going to be some very packed halls
1: for anything that he's speaking at. This is um, this is very big because Murray Gold is also coming, which is and he's going to do a, he's going to do a concert, and yeah, then, and then we also have Nardole and. It's just uh, this is crazy. It's good stuff. It, they did a very I, good job with getting yeah. these last minute guests, which is well, so cool.
0: I know, and and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I mean, if this is what they're doing for the twenty ninth, and what on
1: earth are they going to try to do for thirty? Well, I mean, just spend all your money on Peter Capaldi, Matt Smith, and David Tennant. <laughs> There you go. Right. Yeah.
0: And actually, you know what? Speaking of Murray Gold, I mean, let's go ahead and hit that. news topic Now Um, it's it's been announced that Murray Gold is leaving uh, Doctor Who as their composer. Uh, So the Chibnall era will not only have a lot of new things, but it will also have a new composer.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, Chibnall just bringing in a whole new group of people. Pretty much. And Murray Gold. Hey, he's going to be a Gallifrey too. so we get the Moff and we get the Murray. Yeah. And it's this is kind of like their send-off is Gallifrey 1. Yeah. In many ways, I think you're right. It's very cool, very cool stuff. Definitely. Uh so Taylor, we also uh, the Children in Need special uh last yeah. Friday had a upcoming scene from the Christmas special. That's and, right. And uh, oh boy, you think? I enjoyed it. I did too. I thought it was very <laughs> great. Um I I feel like Man, it's going to be it's going to be so good. It's going to be the best. Totally.
0: And and let's be honest, I mean, we're we're basically right now like what roughly a month and not even an extra week on top of that away. Yeah. From the Christmas special, um if you haven't seen it, I'm going to have the link to it on YouTube in the show notes. Um but it was it was good. It was great. It was so neat to see uh, 1 and 12 interacting. Yes. Um, you know, we, we get a little bit of Mark Gatiss's character in there. And, and as small as it was, just just that impact of, uh, you know, him realizing, wait,
1: World War 1. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, there's
0: going to be more. And it's like, oh, that's kind of a little heartbreaking. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. It, there, what do you mean, 1? Uh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I know. I know. Oh, boy. I can't wait. Yeah, we're um we're almost there. Yeah, we're so close.
0: <laughs> we're just a couple of episodes away from we, the Christmas special.
1: I know. If you think about it, I mean what oh today is the the seventeenth. The nineteenth, oh my goodness. Yes. We're 19th. a little over a month away. Yeah. Woo. I know. Uh Sylvester McCoy uh voiced a comment on a UK kids show that yeah. that uh oh that your your kids really like. Yeah, in fact, frankly, I
0: like it. Oh. I mean, it's not something that I would necessarily seek out. You know, if the kids aren't, you know, sitting there wanting to watch a show, but yeah, yeah, there's a, a UK kids show called Sarah and Duck Quack. Um, that's for my kids, uh, <laughs> and it is. It's very cute. I mean, it's it it it's got a, a little seven year old girl named Sarah in it, and and she has a duck, and you never really see a parent, but there is. Well, they call him a narrator. Um, and I, I literally actually tweeted out at the, uh, the voice actor um, and, uh, and actually the, the production company who did it too uh, chimed in uh, on a reply. And I said, look, the only way that I can reconcile, you know, the fact that we never see any adults in this kid's life is that the narrator is actually just her dad. Um, and that's the only way I can make that work in my head. And, and I think the production company came back and said, you know, uh, he's there to make sure that, you know, Sarah's well taken care of. I'm like, all right, that, that works for me. I'm like, I'll settle for that. But yes, um, on a, on a recent episode that I think aired, uh, last week, early last week, um, they had to help, I guess, a comet. Uh, make its way home or or around the sun or something. And, and Sylvester McCoy uh, did guest vocals and he played the part of the comet.
1: That's amazing. That's great. It's a
0: very cute show. It's it's on Netflix. You can find all the episodes on there. Oh. Uh, and, you know, even if you don't have kids, it, it, each episode is like seven or eight minutes. It, it's worth just checking out. It's, it's pretty
1: cute. Excellent. Yeah. Now man it's it almost seems Taylor like whenever we record the next week of news is insane pretty much and i and I think this next piece I think it dropped literally
0: the day after we recorded
1: I think it 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 dropped uh I'm gonna say it dropped maybe the Tuesday morning was it okay, I think so. I honestly can't remember, but I feel like it was like the day after our episode was released. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It came out that uh, yeah. we have Thirteen's uh, outfit that she will yeah. be wearing, and um, well, firstly, let's go with the first picture that that the BBC released, and we will talk about the breaking news. Not really breaking news; it's been out for a little while, but uh, <laughs> I think some other podcasts have beaten us to the bunch. Yes. Well, I'm talking about the jacket controversy. We'll get to Oh, that. yes, yes. So, is it
0: white and gold or is it blue and... Oh, no, Yes. No, something else.
1: So, what do you... And we get the new look TARDIS. Yeah, which is kind of a throwback. It is. Look TARDIS. Kind of like uh, Trouton's a little bit, yeah?
0: Yeah. I saw... Somebody posted a picture of the TARDIS from about 1966, and it, it
1: looked very similar. I like it. I mean, we don't really get a close-up look of it, but we get a decent enough look to know mm-hmm. that there are some changes on there. I like how be, it looks. Yeah, and honestly, I'll be more interested to see what the interior looks like. Yes, I, I think that is usually something that everyone is always, uh, much like um, the first Doctor was interested in as to what 12 or twelve had done Yes. <laughs> in the preview we saw. So let's talk about this outfit. Let's talk about this costume. Yeah. So I looked at it and I immediately went, I love it. I had no qualms or anything that I went, uh, I don't know about that. I just immediately looked at it and went, "All right, I'm down with I'm down <laughs> with it. It looks great." <laughs> I think it's a it's a great the I love the shirt she's wearing that has the uh we got a lot of rainbows in here, folks, which it is We do. which is great. I love the jacket is lined with um like, a rainbow stripe in the, mm-hmm. in the um, look, I don't know anything about clothing, but we got, <laughs> we have, it's t-shirts and jeans over here, people. Yeah, you and me both, dude. So, and it also looks like this jacket, this is, like, a, a longer jacket that kind of looks like something Tenet might have worn. Yeah, I could see that. And, but it looks like it still has a hood, which... I'm interested to see if it actually has a hood or not, mm-hmm. but it looks like something's overlapping uh, on the shoulder area. Uh, I really like the look of the jacket, and it's almost like a Davidson jacket, too.
0: Well, yeah, the... it's, it's it's that, at least in the BBC-released photo, it, it's got that kind of lighter yes. color to it. Yes.
1: So uh, what else do we got here? Rainbow shirt's great. I love the suspenders.
0: Yeah, suspenders and and these these pants um you know right off the bat now i i did civil war reenacting when i was high school aged. these kind of look with especially with the suspenders is, is is almost kind of a um uh 1860s you know union army kind of wool trouser that have been kind of modified into capris or right. i guess they're capris i'm i know women's fashion even less than i know men's <laughs> um Right off the bat, I I actually, for a moment, I'm like, wait, is that a, is that actually a skirt with suspenders? Like I, the very first time I saw it, I mean, it was morning. I had just gotten up. Yeah. And, and I had had, had no coffee at all. Um, And I couldn't tell if it was a skirt. I think, honestly, I was expecting a skirt or a dress of some kind. Right. So to have her in you know, pants and suspenders, high-waisted pants.
1: Yeah. It looks like she is, uh oddly enough, an explorer. That's kind of like from Indiana Jones era-esque, kind of. I, I, I can totally see that. So
0: waking up, seeing it for the first time, it actually took, you know, a couple of hours of really just kind of like looking at it, ruminating on it. And I'm like, yeah, no, I really dig this. Uh, it, it's, it's going to be exciting it's it's shaking things up um i 'm all
1: for it. I love the blue socks they look yep. they appear to be striped always good and the <laughs> and the boots look pretty cool now sensible i'll yes. give you that I will also say I showed this to my mom and she really liked it. My mom hasn't watched oh no i'm sorry she's watched one episode of Doctor Who <laughs> uh she said she got a very seventies vibe off of it nice yeah and uh so we Uh, I use we let me just uh, my girlfriend uh, Lauren who's been on the uh, the podcast once or twice Mm -hmm. and I were looking over this and she told me that she was reading some tweets about um, someone from I believe it was Long Island Doctor Who or Long Island Who yeah um, said because the news broke and then Long Island Who happened. Like literally at the end of that week, like people who wanted to try and pull this off had days to pull it together and days there. The brand manager for Doctor Who, who was Edward Russell, was there and he said, well, you know, the picture, the, the costume I've seen, the coat isn't that's not the color of the coat. And everyone was saying, what do you mean? And he says, it's actually like a sky blue, like lilac color. (laughs) <laughs> and it's not. it doesn't look like that, that kind of sandy stuff. And everyone was freaking out, <laughs> mainly because cosplayers are like, I've already bought 70... I don't know. I don't know how to make things. I bought 70 <laughs> things of this color, and yards, now I can't yards. use the things. So everyone's freaking out. And <laughs> people took to Twitter and said, Hey, so it's not beige, right? And he said yeah you heard right and then somebody said hey um i did some color corrections is this how it looks and he said spot on from my memory Mm -hmm. so the new picture i mean somebody took the the coat and turned it into a sky blue and it i'm not sure which one i like better honestly i know i'm scrolling between the two right now um
0: honestly i I kind of like the 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 tan or the sand yeah. color a little better because I think it kind of it gives some good contrast, right? You know, I mean the, the 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 lighter kind of blue doesn't look bad, but then there's so much blue.
1: I am very in her outfit. Here's the thing: I'm kind of interested about how has the BBC not re- released and been like, N- no, it's actually the color we released it as, right? You feel like somebody would say something by now. You would think. I mean, I'm I'm down with the with the sky blue. I think it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here's the other thing. I mean, I feel like hopefully the Chibnall era takes a you know a page out of the Capaldi era, and we can uh you know have the same style clothing but maybe switch it up a little bit. So <laughs> people who have bought, as I said earlier, 70 things of that color can be like, oh, good, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I don't have to return the things and get new things. So overall, i um, pretty hyped. Very yeah. excited to see what this sonic screwdriver and the interior of the TARDIS look like.
0: Yes. Yeah, and what <sighs> our first line will be.
1: Yes. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh. Purple? No. <laughs> i don't know i don't know what i'm saying let's, well, let's um see. what's it what's it been you know teeth eyes kidney pick a body part purple just say purple and okay then purple that's we can we'll we'll just make the uh the little ribbons for galley prematurely they'll just say purple uh, oh so yeah we, we, we gotta said get, we got to do oh geez we got to
0: get ribbons ordered i forgot
1: about that I
0: haven't. I was actually just looking at it today on my to-do list. Oh, boy. Well, we got to figure out what we you uh,
1: Anyway, that's for yeah. another time <laughs> in a DM conversation. But right now, let's go. talk about A Town Called Mercy, starring Matt Smith as the Doctor, Karen Gillan as Amy, Arthur Darville as Rory, Ben Browder as Isaac, and Adrian Scarborough, yes, as Kalir Jex. I don't think uh, that's correct. Almost. Collar. Caller. Collar. Collar Jack. Oh, I added an I in there. You did. Collar. Collar Jacks and Andrew Brooke as the Gunslinger. It was written by Toby Whithouse and directed by Sal Metstein. 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 Metstein? Yeah.
0: <sighs> I even put the pronunciation. You did. I, I, one.
1: I was like, I know Metzstein. I'm looking at it mm. right there. Anyway, uh, first aired September 15th, 2012, and is the third episode of season seven. We got some story notes. Yeah, just just a few. I, I forgot how few story notes you can sometimes
0: get uh, in New Who when you've got just a single forty five episode forty five minute episode. Um, this was the first televised western, at least in terms of Doctor Who, since nineteen sixty six is the gunfighters. Oh so not since the first Doctor.
1: The Gunfighters, where the Doctor had a toothache. <laughs> Always dangerous to have a toothache Especially when you're in Arizona My goodness Right
0: um, Interestingly enough, the doctor was originally trying to take Amy and Rory to Mexico to see the Day of the Dead Festival Missed by a few hundred miles Missed it by that much <laughs> Thank you, Don Adams You're welcome God love it Oh my gosh. <laughs> we eventually We introduced our kids to Inspector Gadget Yeah And um, then it turns out that Netflix has rebooted the Animated Inspector Gadget. Ah, yes. Um, and it's not too bad. It's not that classic, you know, 80s feel that I, I remember growing up with, but it's pretty good. It's
1: good.
0: My my many cartoon recommendations on this episode of <laughs> Um So Americans, right, watching Town Call Mercy, that really looks like Nevada, doesn't it?
1: yeah
0: um well we've taken their nevada and replaced it with folgers spain let's see if they notice now Uh, this episode was filmed in spain and spain
1: actually looks a lot like nevada now here's some fun facts because i i looked it up what else was filmed in spain some of season 10 yes and um an episode we watched the two doctors was also filmed in spain Did a little, uh, I mean, that is the littlest amount of research I did, but I went, hey, this was filmed in Spain. I feel like other stuff has also been filmed in Spain, and I was correct.
0: Apparently, yeah. I mean, even, I think, um, the episode Smile from last season, that building that was the, you know, new colony on that planet, I believe that was in Spain as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was. Popular place to film. I guess so. Must be cheap there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, Taylor, as always, you have a world-famous synopsis for us. I
0: do. And and as much as I love our kind of Farscape Doctor Who connection uh, with this episode, with Ben Browder being in it, um, I kind of came at this synopsis from another angle. Astronaut oh. John Crichton has apparently tumbled through another wormhole and landed in Mercy, Nevada in the 1800s. Not long after adopting his new life as sheriff of the town, a couple of aliens come to town seeking refuge. Now, having been around aliens during his time on Moya, he takes them in. Now, in 1870, another alien shows up with his friends in a high noon showdown with a character known only as the Gunslinger in shoes. There! I have retconned Farscape into Doctor Who. There you go. and There you go.
1: As it's said in my favorite, favorite video game, it's high noon. <laughs> and uh, I just want to start out with a couple of things here. So this is the yes. only time we get uh, Metstein... And Withouse Combo. Yeah. Uh, Withouse, School Reunion, Vampires of Venice, The God Complex, uh, A Town Called Mercy, Under the Lake, and Before the Flood, yep, and The ones. Lie of the Land. And then uh, Metstein, Dinosaurs on a Spaceship, A Town Called Mercy, The Snowmen. Oh, okay. Uh, the Crimson Horror, and The Name of the Doctor. Oh, interesting. So there you go. That's, their, uh, that's the lineup. Two uh, vets, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. Are, Are they veterans? It. Taylor, have I mentioned that I love a good western? Uh, you have, uh, John. Have I have I wondered if anybody's ever cosplayed the gunslinger? That is a great question. That would be a really good one. I'm looking it up. Oh,
0: okay. Beat me to it. That's all right.
1: And I cannot tell. No, <laughs> it doesn't look. Oh. Uh, this is interesting to tell. So, oh, I'm very interested in this. I did not know this was a thing. So, you know, Disney bounding, right? I've talked to you about Disney yes. bounding. Apparently, I looked up the gunslinger Doctor Who cosplay. And the first thing that comes up is a I guess we'll call it doctor bounding. I've, you know, wondered if that's a thing or if one could make that a thing. Apparently, it is a
0: thing. Um. So there you go. And- and and where are you seeing this? I mean, is this an image search? or Image is a... search, yes.
1: But I don't see anyone that has uh, cosplayed as the gunslinger. That would be a very cool, very, very cool cosplay to do. Yeah. And I, I mean, I could definitely
0: see the appeal because I, I always love the idea of doing cosplay. I don't really feel like I look enough like anyone to actually pull it off. Um, but, you know, a... a, a Sorry, distracted by a picture here. Um,
1: a doctor, uh, bounding thing, I think would be really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, should we just talk about the gunslinger now that we're like, we're here? Sure. So the, the gunslinger has a very interesting look, um, as in he is half man, half Gatling gun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, I don't know. I just really like, and it, you know what? It almost feels like this idea was taken or this design was taken from an, an older episode that never made the cut. <laughs> right. And they're like, you know what? Let's make it look really cool. And you they know, did.
0: you know, it's funny. Cause as you were starting to say that, or just before you started to say that, I'm like, you know what? The more I think about it, it's almost as if like They took the captain from the pirate planet. Oh, gave him like a Western skin as it were, and upgraded his, you know, (laughs) cardboard arm. Yes, his cardboard arm. Yeah, because he's got he's got, you know, the half eyepiece thing, you know, he's he's had his
1: vision upgraded. He's basically got an arm that's a weapon. And his other arm is modified as well. I mean, we don't really get to see it, but it is he he is really not all that human or alien anymore. No. He's got a cool look, though. He's got a yeah. very cool look. Uh, I, I I do dig it. He can teleport, which is frightening. Yes, just um, an overpowered uh baddie, even though he's not really a bad guy.
0: Well, no, and that is that is one of the one of the things I like about the uh, westerns. They're always kind of morality plays, aren't they? They really are, and we got
1: a lot um, of that in here. And
0: this episode is no different.
1: Oh no, not at all. I really missed. This opening credits sequence and this theme. Yeah. And I like the little, like, wooden effect yes. that they give the logo. That's kind of cute. They did that, I think, with every episode this season. For season seven.
0: I, you know what?
1: I remember that, yes. It's very cool. Just a very cool, subtle effect. Yes. Just a very nice touch for every episode. And, of course, I mean, let it be known. I mean, it's been known. Matt Smith is who I consider my to be my doctor, uh, I haven't watched a Matt Smith episode in a while, or at least like when he was in the thick of it.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, Matt Smith was also the doctor that, you know, Amber and Kobe both started with. Yeah. Um, and, and frankly, I mean, I, I really enjoy, you know, his doctor and, and I, I have a note here that I, I miss his deductions Yeah, where he would just talk through a problem and it would click with him. And I just, I, I love how he does that.
1: Yes. Just, um, and this is fresh off of I believe he's been traveling by himself, uh a little bit, yes, not too much, but um, Amy starts to notice for sure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah, it hasn't been that much because they were um on a dinosaur spaceship with him, I believe <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, because they have been with him this entire season. I just think it was the under the impression that they had been traveling for, or he had been traveling by himself for a little while. So we get, and man, there's a lot of angry doctor in this. There is a whole lot of angry doctor. And I, I love angry doctor. <laughs> um, I love angry doctor pushing the other doctor uh, down the street to his yes. certain death. That was a fun scene. yes where and i and i like that scene i think i mean we're getting a little uh, ahead of ourselves we're here. jumping around that's okay but uh i like that scene because the sheriff or the marshal i don't know what to call him eh, isaac <laughs> isaac says when when the doctor finds out that the other doctor is lying um and i love that that shot of where he's Watching all the footage from the, the giant egg ship, as I called it. Yes. Right? His, giant his snake egg. Tic-tac spaceship. Yes. And it's just showing his face with all of the footage kind of like playing off of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I thought that was great. Yeah. No,
0: that's that's a terrific thing because that, that, that leaves, you know, what that actually is up to the viewer's Hitchcock. imagination. That, that's always a better way to do things. It's
1: the old Hitchcock. Yes. Yeah.
0: Absolutely.
1: And he confronts the doctor. And I love the sheriff. I love Isaac Owen. Now, hold on. Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? And it was just like he was the voice of reason. He's like, all right, I understand he might have done some terrible things. But why did you do those terrible things? Just trying to (laughs) figure. It was just very like, now, hold on, Skeeter. He ain't bothering nobody. It was like one of those like, now, everybody just calm down. We'll figure out what's going on. I Wait. Exactly, and and you know he even says you know we we call this town mercy
0: for a reason. Yes, second you know, chances. It, it is exactly a a, pl- a place of second chances, and you know this is very much a big aspect of of the morality play is that that um what um you know you've done something really bad in your past. Does that define you forever? You know, can you can you redeem yourself from that? Redemption is a huge issue for 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 both uh, Collar Jacks and for the Gunslinger.
1: Uh, Yeah. And for the doctor also. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. We get the the scene where uh, Collar Jacks is he's like, I see you and me, doctor. Like Mm -hmm. it's it's like looking into a mirror and just the heel turn from jex is amazing he is yeah. uh adrian scarborough yes very mm-hmm. very very good he played both good like the good like oh i'm just the doctor i'm here to help i brought us electricity or er- 10 years earlier than it should be here whatever who cares and then being like evil like and sinister yeah. he did a very yeah. good turn and he played both very well no he played that excellently yeah And we so there's this line in the town that you're not supposed to cross and they keep pushing people over it. (laughs) And we have the scene where the doc and we talked about angry doctor. He grabs a gun and he's pointing it at Jex. He's just pointing it. at Mm -hmm. him. It's like, what is happening? (laughs) I feel like I feel like Matt Smith's doctor has held a gun uh, more times than I care to remember. Oh boy!' Cause he held, um, he ha, he had the gun in one of the episodes in the first season with the angels mm-hmm. he had it in this one, and that's two times too many <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only two I can remember off the top of my
0: head that's you know that's at least one more than I can remember so i'll I'll take your word for that i yeah, I think they were trying to kind of push a little bit of that envelope. Oh, the doctor never
1: holds a gun ever I mean he I don't think he ever actually uses it. He no, 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 it. no. It's just with the he yeah, he does wield it. But it's also just like it's very uncomfortable. Like I do not do not enjoy it. Yeah. And and that's probably the reaction that they want you to
0: have. They oh, want yeah. fandom to have that reaction of like, whoa, this ain't right, brother.
1: Oh, no. Yes. And then Amy grabs a gun <laughs> and she just is just, just shooting it wildly. Yeah, she's not been trained with firearms, no. has she? No, she's not. And she she also goes into this this um, speech about this is why you shouldn't travel alone because you get all angry and you have nobody to bounce ideas off of. And she does yep. she's making all the sense in the world. And then she says, "We have to be better than him." Mm-hmm. And Matt Smith says, "Amelia Pond," and I'm just like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. we're back." But then Isaac gets uh we get another, the best line which is
0: <laughs> everyone who is an American, drop your gun
1: yes which um just seems to be like a fitting line yeah, very much so so i Isaac unfortunately uh takes the bullet for jex and we get another western trope, the slow oh, slow yes. death yes <laughs> the slowest <laughs> of all deaths. Where he can say as much stuff as he wanted, and The doctor becomes the sheriff or marshal of mercy. I love the standoff with the teenager. Yes. That's I thought so well done. Very well done. I love violence does not end violence. Violence does not end violence. Yes. Doctor. Once again, frightened people. Give me a Dalek any day. Yeah, right. Can we talk about the music? Please. I love western music. Oh my goodness, there was banjos. There yep. were more banjos. There was acoustic. <laughs> it was just so wonderful. Everything about how this episode was scored was amazing. I totally agree. There
0: there's something about um there's something about the music for westerns. Like I remember seeing uh dances with wolves in the theaters. Ah. Um, when I was much younger, cause I think that was maybe 91, 92. Right. Um, and I, I mean, I rushed out and I bought the soundtrack on cassette cause yeah, yeah. I'm retro like that. Um, uh, no, that was, that's all, that's all I had. Um, and I listened to it a bunch and there's something about Westerns where, where the, you know, you get these kind of grand Vista uh, uh, shots cinematically, and and you have music that fills that space. You get the horns and you get um, just everything along with it. And, and we get some of that in this episode as well. But then we also, like you said, we get the banjos, we get the smaller stuff, the stuff that almost kind of has a little bit of a firefly vibe to it.
1: Yeah. It's very good. There was the showdown in the middle of the town between, the Gunslayer, the Gun, whoa, what was that? The, I don't
0: know what that was, but that was interesting. The, the,
1: the Gunslayer.
0: The Gunslayer, so it's like the Gunslinger meets the
1: Mind Flayer from Stranger Things? I guess so. The gun, oh, Okay. The Gunslinger and the Doctor, the showdown in the middle of the sound, the music in that was just, oh, and when everyone has the same mark that uh, yes has, just the music yes. throughout those two scenes, amazing. It was very good. And, and, I, and I think that was
0: also kind of um, kind of a nice uh, plot turn to try and kind of foil that. It's like, okay, look, if, if, if he's coming in anyway, if he's issued his ultimatum, um, all we can do, you know, if we can't defeat him, we can at least confuse him.
1: Yes, enough to where Jax can get away. Yeah. But uh, he kind of um, doesn't want to get away. He's seen the error of his ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, Jax uh, puts himself in the in his Tic Tac ship
0: <laughs> with his security system incinerating intruders for three centuries.
1: Yes, <laughs> I also loved that he the he's like I'm gonna end this so you don't have to kill anyone else because you've already killed a number of people. <laughs> And that's why I'm going to do this. Also, I feel really bad. But I do love that the the gunslinger was super bummed that he didn't get to kill that dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. He was like, but, ugh. I know. He's like, no, this has been my life's mission up to this point, and you're taking this away from me. Now, obviously, we've got a lot of redemption in this story. Yeah, um, Jack's choosing to uh, kill himself as he says, so nobody else has to die. Is that really redemption or is he kind of just taking the easy way out? He's like, look, um, I'm just going to kill myself rather than face up to, uh,
1: Ah. all the stuff that
0: I've done. Now I, I get that his culture has this belief that, you know, when you pass to the afterlife, you know, you're, you, you have, you have to bear the burden of everyone that you've, you know, harmed in life. Yeah, um, but but again, that's afterlife. We don't know that that actually happens. Yes. Um, so, what what do you think? I mean, did did he just kind of skip out on things, or does he actually
1: have a redemptive arc? I didn't even really think about that. I think he has. Man, does he have a redemption arc? I'm not really sure. I mean, yeah, t- technically he did skip out on it, but the way he presented it wasn't like. Ha ha! I'm gonna kill myself, be- so you can't do it, and you feel terrible. Bye. He presented it in a way that he seemed remorseful, and he didn't want the gunslinger to, you know, continue on with the way he was going. So I don't, I don't know. I'll
0: I'll give you that. I mean, the, the way that I kind of reconciled it in my head was 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 on two levels. You know, on on one level, he does have this redemptive arc in the town of Mercy. Yes. But I think in 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 the bigger picture of of his war crimes and his kind of um, oh, what's the Nazi I would compare it to Himmler, Goebbels? I forget. Anyway, one of those whichever doctors, one liked yeah, to... the experiment um, guy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I can't remember his the name. The experiment right now. guy coming to the Fox. experiment guy because he made experiment gum. No, that's spearmint. No sorry. spearmint. Oh man, sorry, Wrigley's. Um, <laughs> um, I think in that bigger arc. I, I I think his his choice was a
1: little bit of a cop out. I, I do not disagree with you. I do not disagree. But I can also see so, the other side of the
0: Yeah. That that's kind of why I put it on like like two levels. Like I I just I just see it as kind of like a multi-layered thing there.
1: I feel like if his send off wasn't as like what part of our planet were you from, you know, if there was like I hope the people I see in the afterlife were are not kind. I can't remember what his actual is. Yeah, was. right, right, right. There's a lot of stuff like that. It wasn't like he just went away and then there was no speech and he just blew up the ship with himself inside it. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been like, oh well, he was just he didn't want to face the he music. Was, he was running away. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like the, no, I
0: yeah, I see that. I I can totally see that, especially yeah, because that that definitely shows concern and remorse and and thoughtfulness mindfulness if yes you will.
1: yeah uh we talked about filmed in spain i thought the wide shots of the town looked great do you think this the day they didn't build this town it had to have been there right
0: you know when i was looking at uh tardis wikia, shout out tardis wikia
1: um as to the
0: filming locations um they, they literally like one of them was listed as like Hollywood Spain. <laughs>
1: I did see that,
0: yes. Yeah. So I I suspect now I don't have confirmation of this, they may have actually built this little town in this little spot of Spanish desert. Yeah. Um but I suspect with as much stuff as it seems gets filmed in Spain, um you know, they probably actually have a lot of these kind of places already built oh yeah i don't i don't and, think and I... different production companies can come in and you know alter them a little bit for the purposes of their their filming right um but i i don't have a clear answer one way or the other of like yeah the production team built this whole little town right you know out of scrap wood that they found in a mine or something <laughs> i don't know they found in a mine why not a, well or a rock quarry because it is dr yes Nick. oh my goodness gotta have a gotta have a rock quarry. i mean
1: there kind of was almost a rock quarry where uh, isaac yeah. and rory were being chased yes <laughs> my goodness That's true that could have easily have been a rock quarry yeah it could have been where was it though so i think another great line that i really liked is i mean we've heard the doctor speak to children Uh, He also talks to horses, and uh, Susan wants you to respect his life choices. (laughs) Yes, I love that part. I thought that was a lot of fun. I mean, overall, uh, is there anything else you want to uh, address? Oh, I'm sorry, the Hmm. voiceover trope. Oh, yes. Yes, it's another great thing.
0: Very popular thing in Westerns. Yeah. And then then the, like, oh, there's Grandma, there's a little girl. Yes. You know, who was almost the one who was... uh, Who's the one who's clumsy in the church? Let's say
1: yes. Clumsy Knocked is a, the books. clumsy is a decent word. Yeah. Anything else in this? Uh... Uh, I don't know. I, this this is probably probably one of my favorite Mad Smith stories. Oh, I yes, I absolutely love this one. I can't believe we <laughs> haven't we haven't done it sooner. That's true. I mean, come on, taking hundred nine episodes to get to. <laughs> yeah. Right. My goodness. What is wrong with us? I don't know, but uh, overall, enjoyable episode. Fun to revisit this. Fun to Definitely. revisit uh, the pawns and yes. the doctor. I, it, it, it doesn't take very long with a Scottish redhead for me to go, "Oh, I've missed you." <laughs> <laughs> but, but
0: enough of my own weaknesses.
1: Yes, enough about that. Let's talk about next time, Taylor. And it is uh, yes. you're, you. You were up this time, so uh, what do you got for us?
0: oh boy you know i i won't lie i thought about diving back into
1: classic who and being like let's do
0: silver nemesis let's let's wrap up season 25 yeah then we could say we've gotten through two whole seasons but we have been doing a lot of classic who lately we have so yeah instead of diving back into some classic who i said no let's 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 stick with new let's let's find something that i haven't looked at in a long time and so I went for the tenth Doctor and Martha story,
1: Gridlock, to which I believe I went. Oh, what did I say? Interesting. You said interesting, and I was like, um, interesting, no, good or interesting, bad? Interesting, good. Good. Yeah. So uh, Gridlock should be, um, should be a good time. And then I think we've already got our next episode after that lined up, yep, which would be Shada. Yeah. And then after that is the Christmas special and then oh my god yeah <laughs> and then after that who knows um a
0: lot of empty space and then galley and then a whole lot more empty space
1: and yeah. then the new season yay hooray hooray so you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at the podcastica you can follow me on twitter at jpthrice, and you can follow taylor on twitter at apex buddha subscribe to us on itunes and stitch or just search podcastica rate and review us as well and also subscribe to us on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash the notlg head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our podcastica shirts buy one of the uh the future of time and space is female buy it wear it argue with idiots (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and patreon.com slash notlg support this show support all of the other shows on night of the Living geeks network also check out the y axes uh twitter.com slash the y dot facebook.com slash the y axes the y and they're also on spotify join us again next time when we talk about gridlock and we will talk to you guys then see ya see ya I better talk
0: fast because now it says it's
1: updated. Oh, come on. What is happening? This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.